Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. And Agnes has some big news. Yeah, I have COVID, okay? I've been talking a big fucking game. I can't get it. I'm immune. It's not going to get me. Well, it did, okay? Um, But you seem to be doing well. I'm fine. Your immune system has kicked in. Yeah. Um, We did think for a while that you were going to spread it to me because... We went out to a really long dinner, like the day before I test, well, not tested positive, but before I got symptoms. Yeah. And we were like sharing wine glasses, eating off the same plate, having salad, sharing a dessert. Like we like basically were making out through plates. Through food. We were doing it up. I mean, it was, um, it was outside. So that was one small, uh, concession or and john uh, was also there and john was also like doing all the same stuff which i felt even worse because john like doesn't even really know me that as well as you. <laughs> um but no we uh yeah so i was like because you well it's funny because we were um john's family was in town last weekend because his niece oh, was graduating college and oh, so yeah we were we were driving down to orange county to hang to hang out with everyone and to have brunch and like, um, I noticed you texted like right before we parked to go to this brunch place and oh, saying shit, that you were sorry. positive. It's okay. Cause so we ended up just saying hi to them with masks on outside the brunch restaurant. And then luckily, you know, we tested negative for a few days. So John was able to hang out with them a couple of days later, yeah. at least. Cause that would have really sucked if he wasn't able to hang out with oh them the whole God. time they were here. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so it worked out. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was like perfect timing and it's the type of thing where, I mean, of course, so many people are getting COVID, like we know this, and yet, you know, 
everyone has their own risk assessment. And we were so excited to go to found oyster bar the weekend before I was looking forward to it all week. It didn't occur to me. Like I, well, first of all, I thought, I truly thought that like I had done so many prolongs this year that there was no way that my immune system could fall to this wretched virus. And yet prolong, it turns out is well, not the best defense. I also am vaccinated, by the way. I'm not. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're both double vaccinated. We're both boosted. Okay. I'm ready to get a second booster, but I have to, I think at this point I would have to lie and say I'm immunocompromised to be able to get I it. I guess I'm getting the ultimate second booster. Yeah, um, but I mean, maybe Prolon doesn't work, but um, my, you know, anti-seed oil regimen really protected me from COVID because yeah, you literally, we were literally drinking out of the same wine glass. I know. And, um, but I will say, I will say, I know, and I'm, I know so many people. Cause first of all, Brian, I, we just went through this with Brian. He had it. We were all up together and everything. And I've had three couple friends where same thing, sharing glasses, sharing obviously like a bed and a home where one person got it and the other person didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess all those people didn't need seed oils. I really, maybe that is it. Do you think it's the, do you think it's because well, I'm, th- there is sunflower oil in one of the prolon soups? Oh shit. <laughs> that has to be it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's my seed. And then as soon as you told me that you tested positive, I immediately went to CVS, bought zinc. I had oregano oil. So I was downing oregano oil, which is like a really, it really, um, triggers your immune system because when you have, you put like six drops of oregano oil in water, I was doing it two or three times a day and you start to feel sick because it's sort of like, I guess oregano oil is sort of like a vaccine. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a scientist, Mm -hmm. but it triggered, I swear to God, it triggers your immune response. So you start to feel a little feverish when you have it, but that's what you, that's when you know the oregano oil was working. Mm. So I did that like two or three times a day for the, for like three days. Um, and then, then I was pretty, I tested, well, John tested himself a few days later because he wanted to hang out with his family who was in town and he was negative. And then I tested myself. I never really felt sick. So I, I just tested myself on Wednesday to be sure, which would have been five days after we hung out. Yeah. And, um, and I was negative. So, uh, yeah, I think between no seed oils, oregano oil, zinc, and then just my, fantastic athletic body. I was able to, to fight off the COVID. Yeah. It was, it's like so weird too, because like, I have no idea where I got it. Cause I had been like fully exposed, like two different times in the last like few weeks, but hadn't gotten it. And then like, this was just like a random, like, I don't know where it came from. So weird. Yeah. Like I hadn't been at a party or like around people who had it, like I had like nine days before I tested positive, I was at a party and then like found out that people were getting it there. But like the doctor that I went to said like that I couldn't, or he didn't say you couldn't have, but he was like, it's really unlikely that you got it nine days ago. Yeah. I guess it's technically possible, but that seems really unlikely. Yeah. So. But I mean, the good news is you're feeling okay. Um, you got the Paxlovid, uh, yeah. and yeah, it was nothing more than like a bad cold. 
Um, yeah, it's basically, I mean, it's like a little bit different. It's weird. Well, I got the bad taste in my mouth, which is like annoying. Mm. And like the, um, even though Brian just had it, I'm still pretty much like locked out in my room, which is like also kind of annoying. Oh, um, but yeah, he had it like a month ago. So he had it less than a month ago, but, but my, my cousin who's like 22, he just graduated from college. So he, I'm sure, was not taking any precautions at any point. He's he's had it three times. I don't get. It. I know, and I'm also scared of like getting it again now because I think it, when you get it like a second time, it's like, isn't it like worse? Or the I've heard. I mean, again, I no one knows what they're talking about, including us. But like, I've heard, yeah, people that get it more than once have a little bit of a more chance of like developing long COVID symptoms. I've also like heard that. that long COVID is totally fake. I mean, I know I've, I mean, I think that, no, I don't, I don't believe that it's fake. I think that it might be like a collection of different autoimmune symptoms that isn't necessarily tied to one thing, but I do think that COVID can probably trigger some sort of chronic auto autoimmune response because I oh, know too many people you know, that have had it. Yeah. Do you know who else has it though right now? Who? Melissa Urban. <gasps> wow. And you know had, why? She has it for- because whole 30 you're allowed to have seed oils but she doesn't eat seed oils oh she doesn't um yeah me and melissa all the all the true wellness girls yeah, are i mean maybe it. just yeah as a, like a frail whiskey i probably lady. got it from melissa honestly through, <laughs> through tele- we were hanging out in my heart yeah. in my mind i probably literally got it through instagram because i'm i stare at her instagram page like four hours a day it's like the first instagram transmission of it yeah i think i mean unless and i don't you know people can should do what they want to do like but i do feel like unless you completely lock yourself down again you're gonna probably get it you're gonna get and it's like also just like i i mean again I had done some stuff that was like risky or well, not even risky, like Brian getting, it wasn't me being risky. It just like happened. And then also like going to like that law, that party at a bar, that was the thing I was like, Ooh, that was kind of bad. But after that, I had not done anything. Like I went out to dinner a couple of times, which I do all the time sitting like by a window one night. And I just like, I have no idea outside the other night i have no idea weird the least it was like the least risky behavior i'd done in a while actually so that yeah that just like goes to show you that there's only so much that one that a person can do to protect themselves and yeah it's a virus it's a virus and it's our fucking society that has let us down i don't even know if that's the case actually like i don't know that do you think I mean, Trump's response was bad. Biden's response has been bad. But like, is there is there a way that our government could have actually protected us more? I mean, I guess they could have just really locked everyone, like done like a China and like locked everyone down and then like shot people on the street who left their house. But like other, <laughs> Which is what you probably wanted. I think. That's what I mean. At the time, I did want it. Now I've I've sort of. I've softened my stance. Now you're a full blown libertarian because you well. I'm no, I'm not a libertarian. I still, I still will wear, I'll still wear masks on an airplane because I, 
always should have worn, worn masks on an airplane because I was always paranoid about getting sick from flights and it's no different now. Other than an airplane, I don't really wear a mask. Hmm. Like restaurant, movie theaters, I still don't wear them. I probably, we're going to go see Top Gun tomorrow night. I probably should wear a mask because it's going to be like, a, you, most of the movies I see have like two people in the theater, but this one is going to be busy. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. And then we're, well, if you're feeling better, we remember we're still going to go see Solo next week. Oh yeah, I forgot. You got to get your ticket because they might be selling out. Well, oh yeah. When, it, well, we'll talk about it. I told, I'm like so scared to see Solo. I've never seen it. Me and I have always thought I never wanted to, but it does feel like if you're going to see it, see it in like a crowded theater with people who are going to be like screaming and being like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I can imagine it being any fun. I definitely wouldn't want to like sit on my couch and turn it on. No. Yeah. And I've, that's the reason why I, well, it's also been like hard to stream. So I think this is just a good opportunity to, to be in a communal space and see. It'll be like Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. All right. Um, Uh, Okay. Any goop. Okay. Here's, I have a little bone to pick with the goop whoever's running and i know you guys are listening but who's ever running the goop kitchen instagram what do you have against us you literally repost every person who ever tags you in the world and yet we're on we're on a like a no-fly list for getting reposted for every goop thing for sure Uh, definitely but is it is it just because our account has goop in the name and they don't want people it's like we've been like we they it's you know what happened like they put us on a shit list a long time ago i don't know what we said why we love like we are fucking goops biggest we've said boosters. bad stuff about all of them though well, sure. but it's like i i feel like elise did it oh and i feel like we were like marked as like oh they're like making fun of us or they're like yeah. shit talking goop and that's what they do which is like not couldn't be further no we're this. having a conversation which is literally we're having an what honest goop conversation about the do. good and the bad that's what we do we don't pull our punches you know we offer harsh but fair criticism i think and we also spend a lot of money on the fucking website and we like use all their stuff and are obsessed with them so like yeah and especially with Goop Kitchen, we have nothing but like wonderful things to say about Goop I've Kitchen. I've never said something bad about Goop Kitchen in my entire life. And I never would because I'm not an idiot. But like this morning, I ch- yeah, I checked their Instagram and their story was just, it was like one of those stories where it's just dots because they've reposted so they many things. like every single fucking sandwich a bitch ever got. Yeah. And it's like 500 different people. And it's just like the most idiot. It's like, it's like stoner moon girl. Well, no, that's like, that's Goop Kitchen's like number one demographic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, come on. And now I actually have a brand new phone, iPhone 13. So my, oh, I need a new phone so bad. My, I keep phones for as long as humanly possible. And I think I may have kept this one as long as mine um, was at the point where the, the like charger jack or the was not working at all. So I, the only way I could charge it was um, like the putting it on the little charging stone or whatever oh yeah that's and i had to do that constantly because it would i would take it off and immediately it would be down to like 22 percent battery the back of my phone is completely shattered and the only thing that's keeping it together is the case <laughs> it's just like i'm like literally a, like a 23 year old like 
drug addict inside, yeah. but on the outside, I think I look like a regular. But I like my um. I actually my phone was in pretty good shape, so I I trade I got to trade it in and got some money off, and then um with the AT and T deal, it's only like fifteen dollars a month because I didn't want to spend like whatever eight hundred dollars, so I'm just doing the monthly plan. Yeah, I have to do something. Uh, but my point is, my photographs are going to be astoundingly beautiful now. So I know, but it's I just like, need to I'm let really it go. Starting to see, I'm really starting to see a difference. Like my pictures look like they're taken on a flip phone. They're scary to me. They're like dark, grainy. Like <laughs> it looks like absolute shit. And I'm embarrassed, but there's really not too much I could do about it. I know. And I want, I wanted well, to there do is something easy. I could do, I could get a new phone, but <laughs> other than that, there's nothing I could do. Since I've been like trying to post like my cooking projects on our Instagram, I'm like, okay, I need to step up my game because everyone's going to unfollow us with these disgusting photographs. Wait, you got a new phone to take pictures of your food on Instagram? I mean, that's one of the reasons. I mean, I was wow, going to get a new phone anyway. you do for art, Brian. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, there's not... Oh, let's um thank our new patrons this week. We have Emily and Elizabeth who joined the cabal welcome emily and elizabeth thank you um yeah you guys can go back and listen to all of our bonus content on our patreon i think we have like six at least 60 episodes now that are um patreon only that's a lot it is a lot we've been doing it for a while for so long it's crazy so yeah, if anyone else, this is a free one, but if anyone else wants to join, um, we have some good stuff there. We have, uh, you know, every other week we have a Patreon episode and um, Agnes has her whole Prolon regimen up there. It's and then Folon. And then Absolutely. I post my uh, my cooking projects every week with, uh, and so, and I mostly post from New York Times and Bon Appetit. And you have to like be a subscriber to look at those recipes, but I, and don't tell anyone, copy and paste those recipes and just put them on our patreon so anyone can look at them wait isn't are we gonna get shut down and like thrown in the slammer <laughs> we'll see if uh yeah. um i love that i love that our content is just that um it's just yeah copy and paste just copy and paste um but yeah but my full one is like i made it up so it is a real it is a real like recipe i like wrote it all you can't find it anywhere else yeah yours is, yours is original mine is a ridge um but it's like a way to do like a fast mimicking diet without having to buy any fast mimicking diet food plans that might be expensive and disgusting like pro exactly. <laughs> which i do have another box sitting in my kitchen and i'm Literally can't wait to like heal from COVID, run into my kitchen, rip the box open and start pouring those soups down my throat. Mm -mm -mm. Um, but I, at this point, I'm like, oh, I think I might wait a little bit before I do another one. Yeah. Take your time. I mean, I'm not getting out of here and just like doing straight, doing another pro one. That right. would just be, I've been through enough. Uh, oh, I, um, I turned someone else on to my magnesium glycinate lifestyle. Congratulations. And so I'm this is actually really important information for anyone who doesn't sleep well, because this is a friend of mine. He will go nameless, but he and I play tennis together. And a couple weeks ago, he he's like, he's actually really good. He's like a much better tennis player than me, but he was like, oh, sorry, I'm playing really bad today because I haven't been getting any sleep. I sleep like three hours a night. 
and I'm always exhausted. He's also like a middle school teacher. The way you set this up, I thought he was like low. He was like famous. No, no, no. He's not. Because you were like, I won't say his name. I do. I do play tennis with a couple of famous people, which I won't say on the on the pod. Well, but you. But um, but this guy's not famous. Uh, but anyway, so I was like, oh, have you heard of magnesium glycinate? And he hadn't, and he got some on Amazon. And then yesterday I was playing with him and he said, Brian, I need to thank you. And this is literally what he said. I have not slept this well since I was a teenager. And it just took magnesium. I'll start taking it. I think you should. I think everyone, uh, and to, I'll give credit to the guy Grimhood on on Twitter, whose yeah. nickname is Magnesium Poppy, and he's truly psychotic. I mean, yeah, you got to give credit where it's due, though. In, in a clinical sense, like he's diagnosed with schizophrenia. He's an ex, is that true? Yeah, he's an ex uh, crack addict. This is what he says. I have no idea. He's like an anonymous person on Twitter. He might be making up, but his sort of life story is that he was traumatized as a kid. He became an addict. He was diagnosed with schizophrenia. He was homeless, and then he started taking magnesium, and now he's like all better. Well, that's good. I um I feel like these people always have to have like some sort of like tragic origin story like about how fucked up they were, but like their new lifestyle, like their wellness lifestyle like changed their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that Melissa Urban has like not that dramatic of a story, but doesn't she, she does. have like a, they all cuz it's like you literally cannot it's because everybody in America is like um protestant even if you don't want to be because like the culture is so overwhelmingly christian and it in order to be like you everybody needs like a salvation story like everybody needs to hear testimony like that's like you know like oh i was like down on my luck and then like i found jesus and now i'm better and then like these are like the people that everybody listens to for advice about like religion it's the same thing with like wellness or anything else where they'll be like oh I was at the absolute lowest point of my life like listen to me because I was even worse than you are now I was like like Melissa Urban is like I was a drug addict which like she never I don't know she's like I was addicted to literally every drug I that seems I'm like oh you just like did coke a few times in college that's the vibe that I get but who am I to say but yeah no it's like I'm like okay but um she's like I was a drug addict and then I started doing um CrossFit and like now I'm not or whatever but maybe maybe she was because like it does seem kind of I think a lot of like drug addicts or like addicts like end up just sort of like becoming like addicted to working out and it's like the same oh for sure um yeah I have people in my own family who are addicts and they are now like marathon runners and like it's yeah. like i think that type of personality just um it's channels like the addictive personality yeah. yeah but um like all yeah all of these wellness people have these like deranged backstories but will cole doesn't seem to have one. he his past is a complete mystery i don't but you know he's a doctor i feel like you either can like be or a fake doctor or chiropractor you could either go to like chiropractor school or med school or be a drug addict and then like heal yourself by like stop not eating gluten and then like either of those are like equal for like the wellness community for like your credentials yeah 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 oh totally yeah uh oh god there's really 
no good goop news. The only is when I was like, cause every week I'll like just do a news news alert on Gwyneth Paltrow and see what's going on. This well, week was, I, was there something? I mean, I was kind of going to like put it as my worst, but also like, I don't even know. Cause I don't, don't even really know if like, I don't know enough to even talk about it, but I saw a real, I'm watching a lot of TV in this room mm-hmm. with my COVID and I saw a real time fucking Caruso ad with Gwyneth in it. Oh, you did? Yeah. And it was just like, it was really fucked up. It was like these people being like, oh, I've always loved Rick Caruso. Like he helps me in my community so much or whatever. Um, and then cue the celeb endorsements. So like, it wasn't just Gwyneth. The, it was Gwyneth Snoop Dogg. I, I heard that he endorsed him, yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm not surprised. Fucking Wolfgang Pug. Oh, that is the least surprising thing I've ever heard. In it's my the life. least surprising because he's always he's, he's a literal Nazi for a while. <laughs> yeah, but God, his place, his restaurants are so good. I have never been to his flagship in LA. I've only been to his um, Maui one and his downtown Disney World one. I didn't know there was one in Disney World. I mean, it's oh, not Disney a real. World. It's not a real Florida. one. It's like it's like um, it's like a Wolfgang Puck pizza and sushi one. Yeah, I miss those because when I was in when I was younger, like Wolfgang Puck was. I used to get Wolfgang Puck confused with California Pizza Kitchen as like. Oh, it's kid, literally the same. Yeah, because like he used to have these like places like that, but I don't think he. I mean, I don't. Maybe now like they're like air at the airport. The airport there's one at Burbank Airport. Um which is I've never even I never even get food at the airport but uh the the only yeah the only real spago I've been to is the is the Maui one which is really good I'm sure the Maui one is the same I've been to the one here before but it's um I mean it's great but they also yeah there used to be whatever it doesn't matter I miss Wolfgang Puck's fast casual restaurant yeah but yeah he's a fucking fascist Gwyneth is a fascist Snoop Dogg is a fascist uh I hope everyone has turned in their ballots who living is living in California for the primary and are voting for um, good old Gina Viola for mayor. Oh, is that who we're supposed to vote for? Yep. She's the um, only she's the only candidate who's against to- or is for total abolition of the police, which means she's not going to do very well in the election. But yeah, but in the primary, you can vote for whoever you want. Yeah, you can vote for whoever you want. Caruso. And uh, yeah, because as long as he doesn't get 50%, um, they'll have to do a runoff between him and yeah. Karen Bass. So like, I will I will vote for Karen Bass in the general election. But for this primary, I'm just, you know, going to vote for the fucking biggest communist I can find. Good idea. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. The, so the, the Newsweek. So there was an article that was just, um, it said, woman remembers when Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle exploded in her house. Wait, they're doing an article that's just her talking about when it happened before? It's like the one year anniversary. So They need like- to stop. Seriously, it's pathetic. I'm sorry, like at this point, it's fucking pathetic. Like, well, 
didn't somebody message us and say like, I did have a, a candle explode in my house once, not, not a goop one, but like, I know it can happen. Oh yeah. No, I, I actually don't really doubt her story. I mean, I think she's exaggerating it, but like, I do think that this probably happened, but it's just funny how much, and I, I think this is specifically like the British tabloids, how much they're milking it. I mean, it's weird. I guess I didn't know that British tabloids cared so much about Gwyneth Paltrow considering they have their whole like royal family and whatever, you know, pedophilic celebrities that they're like obsessed with over there. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I guess they are. I don't know why. I think this story is like really so stupid. And it's, like yeah. to do a 1 year anniversary, I guess it was just a big story for them. It probably, yeah, it probably got a lot of clicks. And now, I mean, this week, obviously, in the news is just like horrendous to read anything about anything that's happened in reality. So it's better to just, I guess, talk about the candle exploding. <laughs> the safest thing you can read about. Uh, and there was also like this drummed up controversy because Courtney uh, Kardashian, you know, has that new wellness brand, I guess, called Poosh. Um. Yeah. Well, she said that's been her brand for a long time. For a while. But I, for some reason. But I is guess, that a wellness brand? I I honestly have. I The Kardashians to me, it's sort I of like the Johnny. Like, oh, Depp. yeah. No, it is. I didn't. I guess I never really knew what it was. I just don't pay attention. Like, it's like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I just choose not to. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is like a fucking psyop. And it's like, don't pay any attention to it. Just ignore it. Cause you know, cause it's like truly the stupidest people in the world are the ones that are like obsessed with the trial. And so well, you know that- a little birdie told me their theory, which I just took as my own and sounded right where they were like, I cannot believe that people are paying so much attention to this. No one should be talking about it. It's like social media mind control and people are just pretend he's like basically that like Johnny Depp is paying to like social media companies and stuff to just like cover this and to like post about it a lot. I don't doubt it. To, like influence the conversation so that people will think that they care about this thing that they obviously don't care about. Yeah. And it's working, I guess. Um, and it's working because everybody's talking about it, but like, does anybody actually care about it? Or is this just something that people only care about on social media? Cause like, this does not feel like something that this I mean, just doesn't feel like something anybody cares about in real life. No, I've obviously never talked to anyone in real life that cares about it. I don't understand. I don't even think Johnny Depp has like a big fan base anymore. Like I, I I'm sure there's like, it's like the Michael Jackson people. There's like a small group of crazies. Who well, I think cause like what I said was like, I have not cared. Like I only barely care about Johnny Depp and like the Johnny Depp I care about, like is not the Johnny Depp of today. Like, I think no. for me and you were like, oh, Johnny Depp, he's like Edward Scissorhands or Edward something. Edward Scissorhands, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Like, but like, they're thinking about like Jack Sparrow. And if you care about Jack Sparrow, you need to but check like, yourself into like an adult group home. But like a lot more people care about like this like major Disney franchise than ever cared about these like fucking like goth emo movies he was making in the like 90s. Yeah, and I guess... I don't, and I know very little about Amber Heard too, except for I saw her in, she was in like Aquaman and she, I, I don't, her, she just seems like a completely boring personality, but I think people are comparing her to um, 
the character in Gone Girl as like, but it's like, I don't know. The whole thing is it's just all gross. it's all. Don't pay attention to it. Don't pay. Yeah, it's, sorry. We've it's like the, it's the devil. It is, yeah, it's the devil. Yeah, Johnny. I mean. I, don't know. I mean, I always, even like, I was sort of in that like demo, like that's very much like my thing. Like I love like, I like a eighties, nineties, like goth emo. I like, I love it. Oh yeah, of course. But I don't know. Johnny Depp like was, I mean, I was like Johnny Depp, but I was never like obsessed with Johnny Depp. No. Yeah. Me neither. Even in, even in his heyday, there were other people that I well, I was also a little young. Like I was more into like the teen, you know, like an Eddie Furlong, a Devin Sawa. Um, or for my Fred, money. Fred and, Savage. Yeah. Or like. <laughs> who was the hottest guy to me when I was eight. The person who scratches the young Johnny Depp itch in my mind, because I'm a true sick fuck is young Christian Slater. Oh yeah. Which, like that's, I would just always rather. I would always rather have like the like abusive evil version. Well, he actually has some personality, which he totally cribbed from Jack Nicholson. But his, like that... his personality, his acting is really weird in those early movies. Oh but yeah, I loved it. But in like Heather's, come on, it's charming. You cannot deny him in Heather's. Uh, well, I hope he's um, doing okay. He's doing great. Remember, he just did that. Um... Dear Betty or whatever. It did Betty. Oh, I didn't watch it. Dead. Betty? I mean, I watched it because Christian Slater was in it. Sure. Uh, I'm so behind on my murders. I haven't watched Candy. My mom was trying to get me into the fucking girl from Plainview. I haven't watched that. I, someone told me the girl from Plainview is actually really good. I It's I like it the, not the kind of thing that I would ever want to watch, but they were like, oh, like Chloe Seveny is really good in it. Yeah, I'll see it for her. Yeah. Um, and then, but like, because I've just like been locked in this room, like sort of depressed, like I haven't really been wanting to watch. And like, I don't know, like my mental health has just been like, not in a place the last like few weeks really where I've like wanted to watch true crime. So like, I haven't even watched, um, I'm not caught up on the staircase by like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I have a lot to catch up on. I think I can like OD on the true crime stuff and then I'm like I can't watch like another woman get her fucking head bashed in on tv for like a couple weeks can I just have a couple weeks no that's that's smart yeah um I've just been you know obsessively watching tennis this week because the french open's going on so yeah that's sort of my tv diet I've seen tennis stuff on like cnn but really I'm yeah like in the middle of the day what are they talking about tennis for on cnn like they have like, you know, there's like a sports show or whatever oh, that okay. comes on. I mean, I just sort of like have it on. I'm not really yeah, watching yeah. it, but then they'll be like, oh, and then like tennis and I'll be like, oh, Brian watches this. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I'm like, I retain nothing. No. Uh, okay. Goop newsletters. Anything else you want to add before we move on? Um, all I'll say is I haven't been doing any type of like wellness stuff really outside of just like taking a lot of like zinc and vitamin C and like, um, but I'm, I've been sort of scared to like mix anything with the Paxlovid that would be like over that. I'm just like scared of like 
they put the fear of God with the Paxlovid into me. So I'm just like not mixing with anything. But as soon as it's done, which is going to be today, I do plan on doing a full shift to a dark and deranged wellness protocol until I start testing negative. Sounds great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've just been sort of going along my merry way, keeping up with my, uh, you know, no seed oils in the house. At least I, I'm not like, so like I'll go out to eat once or twice a week and I'm not gonna, I'm, you know, I'll make some conscientious choices, but I'm not going to like ask the waiter if, uh, they're using seed oils. Cause I'm not a complete psychopath. No, I know. But what I want to say about the pat, the hmm. thing, the thing is like, this is the way you need to do it. Like you need to like, if you're like take your Paxlovid or whatever your real drug is. Not everybody's on Paxlovid right now, but it's like, do your like medical stuff and then do your wellness stuff. Like you can do both, but you should always prioritize like whatever an actual doctor says and don't yes. mix stuff. And then if you're just like on nothing, then you can, then you're free to experiment. Wait. So you're saying if you actually need medical attention then all your wellness stuff should go out the window you can't just do both at the same time you can but like it well it depends on like what you're doing like the Paxlovid I, I freaked me out because they were like you can't mix this with St. John's wort oh interesting and I, I was just like I don't know what's in this stuff that I get like I don't think any of it has St. John's wort but it's like I just I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna spend this time like reading the labels on like every type of like elixir and tincture and shit that I might buy. And I'm like, I'm just going to like stay very like, you know, normal. I'm not going to like do anything weird. I'm like drinking juices and stuff, but I'm not going to be like getting any supplements or anything like that Yeah, while I'm doing this. But like, I just, I just don't see the point really. All right. What was your best of the week? Um, well, they had a sale. I mean, this is always my best. I do always get excited when Goop has a sale. But this time, I don't know. I haven't bought anything. Um, usually by the time I'm like actually ready to like pull the trigger on anything on the Goop sales, it's gone. Um. I don't know. Am, am I sick or is everything just looking really like uninspired on this website right now? It just feel I don't know. Like nothing is exciting to me in the goop sale. I know this is my best, so I should just I should be like more excited about it. I think I'm just excited about the idea of a sale than about like what's actually in it and the only thing that i've even seen on this whole sale that i want is like the there's like self-tanning cloths <laughs> oh okay i just like, wish that they would put their like beauty products on sale it's always just i mean it's like really uncommon for beauty products to ever go on sale unfortunately. unless they're like discontinuing them um just like i've noticed like in like just everywhere that in general you know, yeah. like in general yeah, I don't think like Vintner's daughter, I don't think has ever had a sale ever. Yeah, probably. They I mean, I don't know. Um, but I don't know. It's like I look at the clothes and it's like I love every article of clothing that I got get from Goop, but it's like 
I don't, I'm always thinking like, do I actually like this or am I just like, oh, I just like goop. So I got it from there. And so I like it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. Like little bit people definitely are, you know, slaves to labels. Well, and I'm no different. Um, but I don't know. Am I going to get something? I don't know. Are you going to get something? Tell me like if anyone listening buys anything, I actually, you know what I would want? It's the same brand that I already have this Ghani. Maybe I'm saying that wrong. Um, cashmere mixed cable cardigan, this like red cardigan. I already have a red cardigan from this exact same brand that I got on goop, but I guess I have, I guess I like what I like. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And if anyone buys anything from Goop on sale or just in Goop in general, post it on Instagram and tag us and we will repost. We're not going to be like Goop Kitchen and, and yeah, keep who we, are post- reposting. We'll, we don't we'll post anyone. Keep. We want to know what you got. Like, I want to see your clothes. Like, did you, did you get a Margot mid-length A-line dress? I want to see it. You uh, know? I would add an example, but I'm too lazy to even click on what's on sale. So I don't even know. This sale just feels like, I mean, I feel like sometimes maybe they do a bigger one at Christmas. I think, yeah, like, I think the Christmas one's bigger. Cause like, I feel like usually when there well, stuff goes on sale, I'm going through like pages and pages of stuff. And I'm like, I can't believe these deals. And I'm just like so excited, but this feels like just like, Oh, what is this? It's just like a couple of pairs of leggings some dresses and stuff that have been on their website for literally ever. And then like, I don't know, like a fucking corkscrew and like, just, I don't know. It's just not a very exciting sale for me. So I feel like this was my best. And then I immediately started being (laughs) negative, but you know what? You have COVID. So you're allowed to be negative. So I'm like, I can be negative if I want. Uh, All right. Well, I'll be slightly more positive with my best. Yeah. It's, um, it was the the podcast this week with Gwyneth talking to her old pal, Cameron Diaz. Oh, I literally never listened to the podcast and I didn't even know she was on it. Oh, I, I only listen. Well, I only listen to the ones that Gwyneth is hosting. And then if, if she's interviewing one of these wellness people, I will probably listen to like five minutes of it, but she really comes to life when she is interviewing a fellow celebrity. So that's, that's when I, that's when I get excited yeah, when she's among her peers. And, and Cameron is like one of her like true peers. Yeah, true peers. They're almost exactly the same age. They're both, you know, blonde California girls climbing up the ladder of Hollywood. Um, I Oh, so Cameron Diaz, she is truly one of the most beautiful women to have ever lived. Yeah. Like I was looking because um, Can is happening right now. And uh the Twitter account for Mubi, that like streaming service was just like posting old pictures from Cannes. And I guess Cameron Diaz was there in 1994, like, right. I don't think the mask played in competition at Cannes, but she was there promoting something or just maybe she was there taking pictures of herself. But anyway, this picture of Cameron Diaz on the beach with like a, like a baby, like a cute baby doll dress and Doc Martens smoking a cigarette is one of the sexiest pictures I've ever seen in my life. It had me questioning my sexuality watch, looking at this picture. And I was like, holy shit, this woman is Let's so beautiful. Get, I feel like I know this exact um, outfit. Yeah, she might not be smoking a cigarette. It just might be an imaginary cigarette. But 
anyway, so she was on, so as everyone knows, she was on the Goop podcast last year talking about Aveline, her clean wine oh, brand. Her wine. Oh, and she is doing um, uh, like an Instagram ad campaign that is, she is doing an Instagram ad campaign for it that includes like scripted commercials and stuff oh like i'll have to check that out because like she so she's deep in the middle of a will cole elimination diet right now oh oh by the will cole by the will cole yeah i think gwyneth turned her on to will cole oh wow will um, is the luckiest man alive isn't he exactly and so they were they were just talking because they're both turning 50 this year so they're talking about aging um you know cameron was talking about her wine now aveline is in cans too and i was not i don't know i've never been like intrigued by quote unquote clean organic wine because I sort of feel like it's maybe bullshit but now that I'm like getting really neurotic about eating organic I'm like oh maybe I should just you know I'm gonna buy a bottle or a can of Aveline and just at least give it a try yeah try it I mean like I think pretty much if you just buy any European wine you're getting the exact same thing and like if you buy any like higher quality bottle of wine you're getting the same thing the only thing is like um because like pesticides and all of those drugs or all of those chemicals are like very very highly regulated in europe um but in california um they're also not like they're not super common for like more like high-end wines it's just like if you're buying like the the stuff that they make in like huge vats like in inland california that's what you really have to watch out for which i know you're not getting no i would never um Uh, and and like all this stuff about oh i was just saying even like the big like over like if i got like a kim crawford sauvignon blanc that's from new zealand but i bet that's still doused in glyphosate right um i don't really know as much about like new zealand or i don't know i but like in about like the pesticides and stuff but like i know that um and it's also about added like added sugar and stuff which no it's not there's no added sugar um even in like cheap if you get any if the only wine that has sugar in it is is like a sweet wine or like a demisec or something like that if you get a dry wine then all the residual sugar has been converted to alcohol that's what that means okay so none of it will have because Cameron was saying most wines she was just talking about like getting a hangover from you know mass-produced wines and she pointed to added sugar but that's probably not true yeah but that's just kind of like something people say is like a selling point to like um it's just like bullshit people say about their when they're selling natural wine or like organic wine or clean wine or whatever but it's not really true yeah it is interesting that she's chosen to uh advertise her one because like natural wine has been like a thing for a, a while but she's she's leaning into saying that it's clean wine which is i don't know like what does that mean what, what would, is that how is that different from natural wine i would actually rather i mean well i don't know because clean can sort of mean anything, anything but like yeah. usually if somebody if they say it's like organic and made with organic grapes like yeah. that is something that i would i mean ideally your wine is like always made with grapes that are like not like totally bogged down with like chemicals and and herbicides and pesticides and stuff but like it's i i'm not 100 percent sure about like the regulations in california and my guess is actually there are none um and it's kind of like up to the discretion of the winemaker 
but um, you would, but like, so natural wines are made with these like ancient, like winemaking processes that like, um, they, for whatever reason, like it, that's why like the fermentation is always so off and like, they end up tasting so like yeasty and funky. It's, it's like all stuff that they're doing, like with their like fermentation styles. And I don't understand why it comes out tasting like that, Mm. but it does, I guess, or I guess it might be the added sugar because like they will add sugar to wine to make alcohol. But like, again, the sugar is always the way that wine is made. The only way to make wine is to add sugar and have it and yeast and like have the yeast eat the sugar. That's what it is. Mm. That's the, that is what fermentation is. Um, so if they're not adding sugar to do that, that again, but that is not sugar that you're like drinking and going to have like sweet, that all becomes alcohol. Um, so, so maybe the clean is like, it's using organic grapes, but it's not using those, it's using modern wine. Exactly. It's not going to taste like some like weird, like you're not going to get some like frothy, like yes. sort of carbonated, like, you know, very like earthy, like orange or like, like chillable red or something yeah. like that. Or like, like something with a ton of sediment and like all the, no, I, I like not, all that exactly. stuff, but you know, Aveline is not. Aveline, I doubt will have sediment. No, a regular Cameron girl is not, not drinking sediment with their wine, but, no. um, and I, and I'm I, not either. I'm like yeah. not a sediment. Person. I know. I, I love all that shit. Uh, this week I did get a bottle of cheap uh, Sicilian white because I made a um, the weeknight version of chicken marbala. Oh. And so I was like, oh, I just need a, ch-. so I, at Whole Foods, there was like a Sicilian white, I don't have the name in front of me, but it was like $7.99. And it, the recipe only took a cup of wine. So I drank the rest of it over the last couple of nights. And it was really good for like $7.99. It was good, good, cheap white. I liked it good it tasted clean tasted i didn't didn't get a headache didn't feel like it had sulfites in it probably does i think all red wine has sulfites oh but white doesn't okay i don't know anyway i would recommend i'd always recommend you talk you listen to the um the cameron episodes of the goop podcast they're fun they're i mean a lot of them she's been on i think at least three and they, they're, you know, delusional as usual, like talking about how it's so cool that they're both CEOs without college degrees and like more women without college degrees should be CEOs. Oh my God. And you're just like, well, yeah, cause you're fucking celebrities. That's yeah. It's like. like, well, you're a movie star. What if they were like more women should be movie stars in the nineties? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and she was, and Gwyneth was talking about how Apple was like so stressed about getting into a college, good college. And Gwyneth was like, Apple, <laughs> this is honestly so true. She's like, Apple, it really doesn't matter what college you go to, just have fun. You'll be fine. It's true. It really <laughs> it's doesn't true. matter. Yeah. So um, good for them. Yeah. I mean, Apple could just like not go to college and her life would be just as good. Yeah. But, don't I mean I guess there's certain people that don't want to go to college I would say like if if money is no object and you know you and your parents are not going to go into debt like college is so fun like who wouldn't want to go to college I didn't want to go to college really yeah I like didn't really like school and like didn't really want to 
be in school anymore mm. but my parents made me so i just like went like i just like picked a college and went yeah yeah but right. i like i mean i wouldn't say i don't think that i got a lot out of college and like i wouldn't say that i regret it but I do think it's kind of like, it's one of those things where like, I did know that I didn't want to go to college when I was 18 and every adult was like, trust me, you do trust me. You do. You just go, just go. You don't know who you are yet. And like, I came out of college knowing who I was like so much less than when Mm, I went in and like feeling so much like less like I just felt way more I well I think like arts education in general is like really like um like toxic and fake and like every I think a lot of it especially if you're getting a degree in like acting which I did like I don't really think a college degree is necessary for that. And I think there's this like sick, like hybrid of like academics and like arts that like people are like generating and like making up these like criteria that don't actually exist because they need to have something to like sell you. Yeah, like yeah. I kind of think all arts education, I think arts education is valuable, but like... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I I wish instead of going to college, if I wanted to do that, I would have just like gone to like some like the, like European theater and like studied for like six months or something. I feel like that would have been better yeah. than like getting a four year degree. Yeah, it's like because it's I mean, you got good training in certain respects and you you meet people and you sort of learn like what you want to do to some extent, but it is still like this total bubble and you're they're not, they're not really teaching, or at least in my, in my experience with the college I went to, like, they're not teaching you any sort of practical skills for how to make a living in the arts. Yeah. Like they don't. And I also feel like what, you know, the, they'll get so bogged down with the idea with like every school has their unique way of like, this is how we do things. And like, this is how it's done. And like, this is what it means to be an actor. This is what it means to be whatever. And then like, when you get into the real world, there's so many like more people with like different voices and perspectives. And you're like the way that they were insisting things be done is just completely untrue. Yeah. And like the people that I know who are the most successful actors are people who like, didn't go to college and just like started acting immediately. Yeah. 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 It's like not people. And I'm not saying that you should not go to college. I think the best thing you get out of college, if you go, especially for like anything relating to theater is like a good, like literary background. Cause mm -hmm. you do have to do like literature and criticism classes, usually like all four years, which is, that's something that you can't really get on your own. Like yeah. that type of like, I wish we had to do more. Cause we just had like one year of theater history and it would have, I mean, I don't know if it would have been beneficial on a practical level to get more, but it would have been fun to like pursue that I, a little bit more. I mean, I always like sought that stuff out because I was like, I always liked, I was never like, I'm, I got the acting degree because I could get out fastest with it. It was like the easiest to get, but I was always definitely more interested in like text analysis and mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I just thought that was like a more fun thing to do, but, um, it would have taken too long. And I just like had to get out because I hated my college so much. Well, Apple, if you're listening to this, take our advice with a grain of salt. <laughs> I don't know what I did. We have we learned what school Apple's going to. I sort of remember that there was an announcement, but I don't remember what it was. I don't know. I don't know if there would be an announcement. And like, I also don't care. No, I'm sure. Yeah, she'll be fine. She's going to Apple University. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was that the Caruso ad. Oh, the Caruso ad. Right, right, right. Um, it was just like, why stick your nose into it in the first? And it's like, I for real thought she got like duped or something. I just, I didn't, I didn't think she was going to be such a hardcore endorser that they were going to actually get her on film. No, she's literally like a good friend of his. They're next door neighbors in Montecito. Like, she loves him. Like, there's no two ways around it. She loves him. 
So that's fucked I, up. She loves everything. She loves that he's, you know, anti-abortion. She loves that he is gonna, you know, empower cops to like kill more people. She loves, she probably she would never say she's too canny to say this publicly, but she probably does want, you know, all the unhoused people to just be rounded up and sent to like the Antelope Valley or whatever Rick Caruso's plan is. Well, she, she probably like doesn't even think about that or like know what it is even going on. But she, she, no, cause like she lives in LA and I'm sure there's not like a big homeless encampment in her neighborhood, but like she goes to restaurants. Like she, she, she's, she's, she knows what's happening. Does she? I mean, like her life is probably so, she's probably in Montecito most of the time. And then like if she's, if when she's here, she's like just in Brentwood. But she, she, I mean, she goes to Santa Monica. I'm sure she's like, she goes to Venice. She goes downtown to go to a restaurant every once in a while. Like she knows, she knows about it. Okay. And I, I, yeah, I am not letting her off the hook for this one. So, you know, this might, you know, sentence us to five more years of never being reposted on Goop Kitchen's website, but I will call oh, her out I about Oh, I think that ship has yeah. sailed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, vote for, um vote for Gina guys vote for Gina. Uh, okay. My worst, oh, my worst was the father's day guide is this was, this I, was the craziest. I was like appalled and sort yeah. of, I don't, I don't know. I don't get nauseous too often or like, <laughs> or like I I'm trying to not, I'm trying to be less sex negative, but I'm sorry. When you have a fucking perineum stimulator on the front page of your Father's Day gift guide. It's like, what is going on? You need here? Jesus. You need Jesus. You, I mean, I look, I, I have a, for me, when I think about Father's Day, because I don't have kids, I'm not thinking about my partner. I'm thinking about my dad. I get that this is a gift guide for people to give the father of their children. I'm assuming, hopefully not any father. Hopefully this is not a time where like any man who's born children, you're just like giving them a cock ring. I don't think that's the idea. But like, I'm sorry, there's Valentine's Day. There's your anniversary. There's a birthday. There's so many occasions to give your partner a fucking cock ring or a like this weird um there was the other one that was like a a weird high-tech fleshlight that looked scary i mean like i don't know a man brave enough no i wouldn't but they're digging that black box i mean if there's one thing men know how to do it's to fucking get themselves off like i don't i just don't understand the um the appeal of something like that I don't either. And I just think the whole list in general, it just like the only thing I, there were, I, nothing on there really seemed like something that a man in my life would want. A Brian wouldn't want the, the, the uni sampler (laughs) to come through the mail. I mean, that to me looks, I, I mean, I would do you, would you want to eat uni out of a fucking ice cube tray? Like, I no. don't understand. I like a little uni. If I'm going to a fancy sushi place, one of the things has a little uni on it. That's great. 
but I don't need like a pound of uni to come through the mail. Um, I don't think any man would want um a goop vitamin pack subscription. Well, maybe uh, you. <laughs> I disagree. Hard disagree. Hey guys, Father's Day's coming up. I know I'm not a father, but I would love those expensive goop vitamins. And I think that the worst of all is this air fryer. I mean, I think that's worse than the cock ring, honestly. I mean, is there like, anything more emasculating than cooking in an air fryer? Yeah, it's like this guy is already like swimming and like breast milk and diaper changes and like his testosterone is plummeting you know and you're gonna say like here bitch i'm gonna make it a little bit worse like just give them the cock ring yeah the air fryer is like i mean i think that's like the male equivalent or like that masculine aversion of like giving a woman like the vacuum for oh, your totally. anniversary like it's just, they don't want that. I mean, maybe there's some guy out there who's like, no, trust me. Like all I want is a fucking air fryer. But, but sorry, can someone thing. explain to me what the difference between an air fryer is and a toaster oven? They literally are it's the same not, thing. You know what it is? It's a, um, I think it's, it's just like an oven, like on really high. Yeah. And a good toaster oven that's what it is. That's literally what it is. It's just a toaster oven rebranded. That's all it is. Yeah. It's on convection. So the air is circulating. I understand on that. On convection. Yeah, that's but, what it is. But toast good, like a good modern toaster oven. I guess that's just what it is, is they're just calling because toaster ovens weren't selling. Sonia Morgan never came out with hers and they're just Sonia rebranding. Morgan, the, I, you know, that was the death of irony for me when I started reading Sonia Morgan's toaster oven recipes. I was like, this will be fun and funny. I always love a little diet. And then I started reading Sonia Morgan's shit about the stuff she would make in the toaster oven. And it was like, literally just like put me in a box and bury it. I have never been so depressed in my life. Reading what were the recipes Morgan. like? I don't think I've seen them. I don't remember. I really don't remember. And it didn't matter because yeah. it was just like, I feel like it was just like fish and vegetables and like uh. a potato or something. It was nothing. It was just like, she would just like make like a little meal and heat it up in the toaster oven. It was so sad. And I just imagined this woman like standing over her little tray with like tinfoil, like coated in tinfoil, like putting her little like chicken yeah. on it and then putting it in the toaster oven and being like, my toaster oven recipes are famous, but it's just because she's been cooking for one for so much long. I and I just, I, the whole thing just, it was, it wasn't good. It was, it was bleak. I've, I don't think that she can sell just not anything to do with the home. Like any, like the clothing line. Okay. I know it didn't work out, but like something like that. Okay. If she were to come out with like a fucking, like anything related to beauty. I mean, she looks so good. Yeah. Like anything related to skincare. That would be great. I don't want to think about her eating or living anywhere. I just, if I'm like trying to be aspirational. Right, right, right. Yeah. Her her life in that respect is not very aspirational. No. You could get your husband or baby daddy or personal dad a Brian Cox cameo for seven hundred dollars. That's, That's a lot for a cameo. I mean, he's on a hit TV show. Like I I think that I mean if you're if you're if 
the man in your life, whether it's your father or your husband or whatever, is a big succession fan and you have the dough to spend, I think that is a cute gift for sure. I think that is high for cameo. Oh, it's totally high. I'm sure he's one of the top people on there because most of the cameo people are like stars of the past. Well, all the real housewives, I think, are like um, about a hundred bucks. I think maybe maybe Bethany is like max like tops at like 300 300 yeah um but you can make so much like uh we have a friend who was on a Disney Channel show for a few years and this was the show ended years ago but he still is doing cameos every day it's like it's just are they seriously doing them every day yeah I guess that's why all these people are on it it's an easy easy way to make money if you have some sort of notoriety it's just, yeah, I guess, but I, I feel like it's, um, it really like, it's kind of everybody's on here. It's like you, there's like huge people you would think would be too big. Yeah. I think that you have like to have people you've never heard of. You have to have like some sort of niche fame where there will be people that are extremely excited yeah. about you or like, or a specific yeah. character that you played more yeah. than just like a general celebrity i don't know uh um so, well it seems so, like kind of everybody like it seems like a lot of people are on here yeah i think everyone everyone tries to be on it i don't know how much money yeah sonia's here. 99 we've got a couple of um cameos before for my brother oh yeah maybe we should get on it charge ten dollars and see if anyone takes it a $10 cameo. Is that too um, depressing? Maybe start with 30. Oh my God. See, Sonia undervaluing herself. It's, I can't take it. I can't, you can never escape it. Why is Sonia doing it for $99 and Dorinda is doing it for $150? I think the, um, the cameo people actually, they know sort of your social media and like your fan base and your analytics and they recommend a price point for you. I, I feel like Dorinda, Luann is doing it for 135. So Dorinda's more than Luann? They, they're set. I think you set your own. Yeah. I don't think that they can. I think. I mean, they, like, they, yeah, you set your own, but worth. they, they recommend, I think a price point for you. Yeah. But like you could say no. And if I was, if I was Sonia Morgan and I found out Dorinda Medley was charging $51 more than me, I would be like, okay, I'm doing 200. It's all volume. Yeah, maybe she's playing the volume game. Cause like if I get if you're like, oh, I want to get a New York housewife for my friend, and you just know that they like the housewife. Like I could get Dorinda for 150, but like holy shit, I could get Sonia for like 99 bucks. She's I like her more anyway, which everybody in their right mind would. Yeah. I think it's smart. She's a businesswoman. That's she Sonia. is a businesswoman. Uh Wait, so that your craziest was just the gift guide in general or specific? It was just the gift guide in general. Yeah. It's like Father's Day, you know, this is what ties are for. This is what socks are for. This is what a nice bottle of whiskey is for. Just like yeah, give them that. a tie. They'll be fine. And like, if it's your, like, the father of your child, then just like, you should know what to get them. And if you really think it's the cock ring, then you know best, but. Yeah. Ugh. And it's on sale too. It's clearance right now, the cock ring. 
Verge. Oh, wow. Anyway. Frenchie from, you could get Frenchie from uh, Greece. Oh, that would be fun. How much? 85 bucks. Does she do the whole, does she have the hair and stuff? Like she does it. All I don't like... know. Her picture is literally her from Greece. So, oh, she, so she, yeah, she's probably looking like that. But <laughs> you can get Crystalia for 200. 200? Yep. Oh my God. So he, I mean, I'm sure he's gotten even more popular after it came out that he was a pedophile. Probably. I don't know. Well, I guess like the pigs who want that are like, yeah. oh no. Ugh. It's that's really dark. Him, like him and like TJ Miller. That is all just, I don't want to deal with those people. Um, okay. Craziest. Oh, okay. Here's fucking surveillance state, uh, big brother. So every time I watch TV now, this is my craziest. No matter if it's on Hulu, Peacock, uh, Tennis Channel, anything I watch that has commercials, Gwyneth's Uber Eats commercial comes on every two minutes for me. Well, they know you want to be, you know, Gwyneth. And it was funny the first couple of times, and now I'm sick of it. And I don't, I don't like to be overexposed to Gwyneth because I, I, like, I like to think about her, you know, once a week on Fridays is my Gwyneth day. And now I'm like... I don't need, I'm sure everyone's seen it. She like eats a paper towel or something on it. She's sitting in like a yoga pose, eating a paper towel. I can't pay attention, but it's about Uber Eats. And again, this is another fucking Gwyneth capitalist pig who really needs to advertise this like horrifically predatory company. I know I've been on this rant before, so I don't need to go into it. But uh, I don't want to, I just, I don't need to see this every two minutes. If, you know, if Jeff Bezos, if Steve Jobs from Beyond the Grave is listening to this, Stop showing me these commercials. I I have been watching only like CNN live. Why? Because I'm I have COVID and I just like am stuck in my room and I just like have it on all day. Oh God, you need to really get into tennis because then you could just watch tennis all day and not have to deal with CNN. Um, CNN I is would... truly the most depressing thing in the world to watch. Well, I. I don't know. I like there. I'm like, just, I've like totally CNN. Like you're just a I've been watching it for so many years. I'm like, there's Jake, there's Anderson. Like oh. they're all my friends. Like I know even though, or like my frenemies. Cause I always have something to say. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like Don Lemon's glasses yesterday. He changed in the more in the daytime, but he changed them in the night. Cause he knew. Oh, this is sick him. shit. Look, when you have COVID, you're kind of just like watching daytime TV and we don't, I, I want to have the TV on. I don't want to just be like streaming stuff. Yeah. It's like sense memory from like being sick in my childhood. Like, you know, I just, I don't want to like, and the only thing to have on all day is CNN. All right. I mean, especially this week, it's just going to be well, I feel like that's kind of why too. Like I always like kind of start watching CNN a lot when like something crazy happens. Yeah. I used to, I don't know, for some reason I stopped watching cable news and then I never, like I was, I think I was as addicted to cable news as you at one point. And I just stopped one day and never looked back. I mean, I definitely like during the Trump administration, it was like all day, every day and like all night, like it would be like, okay it's six o'clock like let's go and like brian and i would like gather around the tv and like put on cnn and just like watch it until we fell asleep like that was wow. all we did and 
like to the point that we were like watching like the same broadcast of Don Lemon or whatever, like when it repeated. We were like those people who get Fox News like emblazoned <laughs> on their TV with yeah. CNN. Uh, but wow. um but now I just sort of like you know now I don't watch it like every day but I have been watching it this week a lot all right I mean I might I'll, I'll tune in uh for the midterm election that night that's that's the next time I'll watch cable news I mean I watch it well also my brother is like a producer oh right 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 so it's oh, like yeah, it's I part don't... of the family yeah so it's like I get sometimes like he'll be like I have a package and I'll like try oh that's it on fun um what were we talking about I don't know why I started talking about CNN. <laughs> we were talking about our craziest. Oh, the commercials. So oh, literally yeah. I'm only seeing commercials for like, they have this like weird neti pot that they keep having an ad for. It's just like all of these like home health care things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so Gwyneth doesn't show up on CNN or maybe I've it's never sh- seen Gwyneth on CNN. It must be me. See- it must be some, something they've, I've clicked on this. Well, you clicked on it just as much as I do. I don't know. Yeah. I but I, CNN probably doesn't have the targeted ads like the streaming services. I think CNN has like real, I think it's just like watching regular cable and you're yeah. just seeing the real ads. But it's like every ad is like an infomercial for some like mm. deranged product. Like there's this like sheet, this like band you put around your mattress so that like you tuck your sheet into or something. <laughs> like there's all this crazy stuff. I mean, it's for the elderly. It's like, so, no, it's not. I know the demos. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. What is CNN's demo? It's it well, can't so be a normal. Age. All I know is that so like of the big three like cable broadcasting like cable news channels, Fox like absolutely decimates in the ratings sure. and it has like I don't know how much, but like but the coveted demo is eighteen to or like twenty five to. 50 or 18 to 50 something like that and cnn is like doing pretty well in the demo okay. but so fox news like is like black blowing everyone out of the water but like everybody who watches it is like 70 or older so like it's kind of a wash yeah yeah yeah. but i think tucker is sort of i mean he's co-opting a lot of this like young shitlord meme alt-right stuff so i think he's trying to i don't know if it's succeeding but he's trying to get a younger audience i think that just like the people who work for i don't know what's going on with tucker i really have no idea but it's bad oh sure no he's i can't even find him funny ironically and i can find pretty much anyone funny ironically Uh, i mean mean, tucker from 30 years ago yeah but tucker today no yeah um all right what would you try what would I try? Let me see. Oh, this is so boring. From the Father's Day guide. I've never seen it. This is something that's been advertised so much that I'm now like, is this actually good? It's the Trev hot sauce. Oh, oh, it's yeah, I've seen that. I, it I don't seems like, like a scam to me. It's made with like truffle oil. Probably. And I'm like, what like is this? Like 2010 or yeah. 212? Like I thought we were done putting truffle on everything or in everything. Like I didn't like in my hot sauce. And I thought we'd then graduated to the hot honey. And then now we were going to go to something else, but instead of graduating to something else, we're just going back to the truffle oil. No, this is disgusting. I, 
truffle oil is one of the most vile things you can put on anything and hot sauce is a beautiful thing do i don't like i honestly don't really like any of these newfangled hot sauces i like the old standards my very favorite hot sauce in the world is marie sharps from belize it's just um it's habanero and carrot it's great uh i also like crystal for louisiana vinegar based hot sauce obviously a sriracha and then i'll do a cholula those are my go-tos i have um i like don't use hot sauce i mean i guess like sriracha like i don't really care sriracha and then i love more than sriracha basically whenever i'm going to use that i use that like like Thai, like chili garlic. Oh, Sambal Olek. The one, it's the same brand, but it's in the jar. Yeah. I use that basically instead because I just like the flavor a little bit more, but I'll use Sriracha too. And then like for cooking, I'll just use, I mean, like, um, I guess like Cholula, but I also am like, I think that Tabasco is like very like old fashioned and like, I love it, but I don't really like how it tastes that much, but like, I love to throw a dash in cause you can use it instead of like cayenne pepper. Cause I think yeah, yeah, yeah. literally just cayenne. No, Tabasco has its charms. I just, for that type of hot sauce, I prefer crystal or like there's one brand that's just, I think called Louisiana hot sauce. Mm-hmm. I like those better, but yeah, it's, especially if you're making like an old fashioned recipe, like, um, like an egg salad or something, a little bit of Tabasco is really good in that. Or if you're definitely for a Bloody Mary. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, but, and then I'll just get like, I'll stock up if I go to a taco truck or whatever on whatever their salsas are, which are going to be really, really good. And then I'll just sort of keep those around as long as possible. Yeah. I have like a bunch of hot sauces in my fridge right now, but I can't even think what, what, is in there i know i bought one i was like mango habanero i have a cholula okay. i definitely have sriracha whatever i don't know it's just hot sauce they're just all better lunch. than fucking truff and it's not 35 dollars. i know but i do want to try because everybody's like this is so good and mm-hmm. then i watched do you remember chef um ming from the cooking channel yeah yeah ming sai he has a he's like on tiktok now and he's like let me show you the components of everything you need for like a good kitchen and he had truff on there okay but he was like hot sauces he's like i have all these hot sauces and he had like normal hot sauces and then he was like or like truff maybe he was getting probably branded probably but you know that shit works works maybe a little bit of truffle oil in the hot sauce is just subtle enough to work i don't know but just plain truffle oil or like on mac and cheese or on french fries it's so disgusting i like it on french fries but i do agree that i od'd on it no i like a classic northern california garlic fry with just what the fuck is a classic northern california garlic fry garlic fries oh god you go to any bar in oakland or berkeley and it's just it's just thin french fries with just a shit ton of uh chopped up raw raw garlic some parsley it's a classic yeah i feel like that's like a verse that's like what you get when you yeah okay like if you order truffle fries it's basically that with truffle oil Mm -hmm. yeah i like it i i think i like the little bit of truffle to sort of like offset that like harsh garlic yeah 
but I'm not like, I'm not, I don't, I don't have a, an opinion about this really, but. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I would try. Okay. So they did a whole little thing on refreshing salad ideas for when it's hot out. Yeah. And I have, so lunch has always been a particular bugaboo for me as far as like, uh-huh. am I making lunch? Am I having leftovers? Like, I don't want to spend any time thinking about this. I just want to like eat my lunch and get back to work and finish my work as fast as possible since I've been working at home, obviously. Uh, so in the last couple months, I've stopped eating leftovers, like my dinner leftovers for lunch, because I just want, first of all, I want the leftovers to last another night. So I don't have to cook every single night. And second of all, usually that dinner food is like a little too heavy for the middle of the day and then I'll get tired. So I've been doing just like a very simple, like hippie salad for lunch, which is I do arugula. I do a whole avocado. So it fills me up a little grass fed cheddar, some pepitas, uh, spicy sprouts, and then a little bit of olive oil and apple cider vinegar. And that's been good, but having it like four or five times a week is a lot. So these salads are more complicated, but I would like to maybe at least integrate some of their ideas into my lunch salad. Um, yeah. I don't know. Specifically the, the shrimp Louie. Shrimp Louie is any type of Louie. Crab Louie, shrimp Louie is like my favorite salad in the world. Yeah. And if I could make a, um, you know, a seed oil free Thousand Island, I'd be in hog heaven. Can't you? I mean, I could, yeah. I would just take the primal kitchen. I mean, it's very easy, honestly. <laughs> primal kitchen mayo, little ketchup, Worcestershire, pickle, relish. Uh, but the the goop shrimp bluey has the big, I mean, I, those big shrimp are good, but I, I do like a classic 80s style shrimp bluey with just the tiny bay shrimp. That's what I grew up eating. Yeah, I... Um... I am, I have no like desire to eat those little bay shrimp ever again. Oh, really? I, like I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I grew, I grew up eating them and think, and like whatever, but like there, it hasn't, it means nothing to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think when I was a kid, it's like, I would see my, cause I don't even think I really ordered it when I was a kid, but I just remember seeing my parents order it at like a, if we went like to like an outdoor lunch place or something by the bay and it was, it just seemed like glamorous in the eighties and nineties. No, I, I agree. I think it seemed glamorous in the eighties too. Um, so this, they also have, they do a classic Cobb salad, which looks a lot like the goop kitchen Cobb salad, uh, kale and avocado salad with roasted carrots, grilled veggie salad with chermoula, Thai style slaw. So all of these would take a little bit more preparation than my, than my current lunch salad situation. Yeah. But if I could find the time, I might try to switch it up. I really do think that, um, I mean, it's not the most glamorous way to do it, but I think making a jar salad, Mm. making like two or three on a Sunday, like it really works. And you can have like your more complicated salad without having to like, you know, waste a bunch of time. You just dump it in the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I, I might, cause I, I 
tend to like not do a lot. I do a lot of recipe planning prep as far as like making lists and going to the grocery store, but meal prep, I don't do, but I think for lunch, if I wanted to, to start spreading my wings and doing these more complicated salads, I would do something like that. Yeah. I just find it easier to like have a bunch of things that I like. Like I have like some sort of like lettuce base. And then I also try to like not have that many vegetables in my salad, which probably sounds crazy, but like, I think once you have like a couple of handfuls of lettuce in there, I, you don't need to be like chopping up like mm. every single fucking thing in the garden. It's like, you're believe it or not, lettuce is a vegetable. And if you have two fucking handfuls of it, you're having a serving and you're fine. Like you don't need to be like adding every goddamn thing in there so that you can get like more nutrients or whatever. This is something I've let go. And it's like very liberating. And then after that, I just add like some sort of protein to it, whatever is easy, like something to flavor it. And then I have like a bunch of like jars of like pickled things like pickled jalapenos or like pepperoncinis or like just straight up pickles or like whatever and like nuts and seeds and all this shit and just like condiments so it like makes it like fun and good but like I'm not I'm not chopping a bunch no that and that's that will if you're if you are start chopping a bunch that will actually do more to get you to not eat salads because you're just going to get so tired of chopping Yeah. It's like, I don't want to, it's like, I don't want to be standing in front of my thing with like, Oh my God, now I have to add like every, like, it's like, it's you're fine. But I think I'm like, I, cause I'll, I do the arugula and I love, I love my sprouts. So I'll do sprouts. But if I, if I did add like just one other, either, you know, cauliflower or a carrot or something, but again, I would have to do that the week, the weekend ahead and just, and maybe I can do that chop up, but I agree with you. But I also think one extra vegetable really makes a difference if you like it yeah. olives i love too i put yeah. olives in salad anyway uh all right what would you buy so going back to daddy daddy's mm. list Disgusting. i would buy um so i had an Australian house guest who was like disgusted by everything in America. (laughs) And one of the things that he absolutely hated about our country was our coffee, which he thought was like all really bad. Although I will say, I do think some of this was his fault because he was like, he had come from staying in like some sort of like kind of crappy hotel in Las Vegas and like went to the diner in the hotel and asked for a cappuccino and like they gave him like some shitty like french vanilla mix yeah that's his and that's not great but i do feel like you kind of have to know where you are like you can get a good cappuccino in america pretty easily I would yeah say. now At it is la any well any no even any small town has like, has like one a good, coffee, good shop. coffee shop. Yeah. That who the barista knows how to make a cappuccino. It, there's no excuse, honestly. I don't think it's that bad, but I get it. Like if you literally are going to like the dregs, it's, I don't know where he's going, but like, there are definitely places you can go where like, they're not going to have an espresso maker. Even like oh, yeah, a, like of, a like, diner. Sure. But then or like a restaurant, of- like if you go, like, I think he was like at every like restaurant. He wants Even to a like, restaurant has cappuccino maker. Some of them do, but definitely not. It's not as ubiquitous as like yeah. a drip coffee maker. Okay. 
And he was like, and I was like, so like when we went to bed, he was like staying at our house. Not, we didn't go to bed together when everyone was going to bed. I was like, so in the morning, do you want coffee? You know what? He was like, I only drink espresso drinks. And I was like, well, I don't have that, but I have like a pour over. And he was like, what is that? And he was just like staring at me dead. He's from Australia and he doesn't know about pour over. They have, don't they have a, aren't they supposed to have a big coffee culture over there? Yeah. But I guess they don't have, he didn't know what cold brew was either. He only knew what like cappuccino was. Oh, what a loser. So I was like, well, we have, um, cold brew. He wasn't, he was a nice guy. He I'm was sorry. Like, no, it's okay. No, I was definitely triggered by it, but I was like, well, and then I was like trying to explain to him. I like, but straight, my, do like, straight guys don't drink cold brew though. Anyway, do they, have you ever I met a straight know. brew who ordered a cold a state straight guy who ordered a cold brew? My brother drinks a lot of iced coffee. And he is a header, as far as I know. Yeah. But he works in media. He's yeah. He's and he's he, a metrosexual. And he's not as he's not super into cold. He always likes to get like an Americano, an iced Americano. Oh yeah. That's no, that's not what I mean. I mean 365 days a year, no matter what the temperature is, cold brew. And I'm not like that either because like I I drink when if it's cold i usually drink hot coffee and when it's like normal or hot i drink cold but when i'm cold i want hot interesting um but anyway so i have both i have my chemex mm. i have my like ceramic thing to make pour over like one in the cup i have a bunch of stuff i'm like this is all my coffee i'm i'm like breaking out i'm like here's my blue bottle here's my intelligentsia i've got it all i'm like this is quality stuff my guy yeah I don't what know more could this you. guy want my my cold brew concentrate is from Stumptown. I'm like, this is the this is the creme de la creme of American supermarket coffee. And he's just like doesn't know what any of it is. And then I felt so insecure trying to explain to this guy what pour over coffee was and try to be like, no, this is nice. Like this is actually like the I mean I didn't say it, but I was like, this is the fancy way to do it. Yeah, this is the way this is what you pay a premium for at a, a coffee shop is this. And then I spent like so much time, like obsessively Googling, like I'm, I'm so mentally ill. I was like literally going on like Australia. I was like top 10 coffee shops in Sydney, Australia. And then like clicking through and finding their menu to see like, (laughs) that's crazy. I would have just led him to your seven 11 that you go to every day and say, here's a, you got your one sixty nine cold brew. Or here's your fucking monster energy drink. Pick, pick, pick one. Actually, my dude. my Seven Eleven also does have a an an espresso maker, so he could get his cappuccino. Oh, an espr- and they love Nespresso in that. No part of espresso. The world. Oh, espresso. I also do have an espresso, which he also didn't know what it was. He no, but they well in Europe they that's all they do is Nespresso. Is Australia different from Europe? I have no idea, but I was like, oh, I don't have an espresso maker, but I have Nespresso. Okay, and if we just- have. Australian listeners, please let us know if this guy's crazy or if you also have no idea what we're talking about. Because I, my point is that I feel like if you stay at my house, I have a lot of coffee options for you. you. Do. I even have a fucking Keurig. Okay, I have a lot. You have an espresso and a Keurig. Yes, because Brian's mom gave us the Keurig. My dad gave me his old Nespresso from his office when he retired, okay. and. 
So we have both. And I know I do not use the Keurig and Brian doesn't use the Nespresso. So what? I don't use a Keurig. I'm not going to. No, I understand that. I just don't understand why Brian would use the Keurig rather than the espresso. espresso. Because he thinks that the pods are too expensive. Yep. But it's still more expensive if you're just also buying these fucking K-cups. Yeah, they're all too expensive for me. I just fucking make my cold brew every day and have it. Anyway. So anyway, what's look, the, what, what did the this, did this is, guy finally fucking find a solution or? Well, we, I do live across the street from like a very nice, but relatively unremarkable. I mean, not unremarkable in a bad way, just like a very standard, but nice coffee shop, neighborhood coffee shop, neighborhood coffee shop. And they have all of the things you could ever want, you know, just like a normal place. They have all your nut milks and all your drinks. And then they also have like a decent, like, you know, pastries that they're buying and selling they're not like making it there it's just like a coffee shop whatever and he went there and he was like oh this is what it's like in australia and so like that was his idea which is like oh i mean like that's what i don't i i don't i do not know what this guy was doing in america i i can't understand so this guy just didn't hadn't gone to a coffee shop yet in america he just was drinking coffee in diners and restaurants and so he didn't realize that all he went to were like diners and like starbucks and so even starbucks has cappuccinos Starbucks does have cappuccino. I don't know. I don't know. Well, he definitely, I'm sure he got one there. He said that he went to to Starbucks while he was here. And he said, because they don't have it in Australia. Because, like, they're too obsessed with their coffee culture. Mm. But, or they have them, but, like, they don't do very well. Sure. So, he, but he was like, but I tried it when I was here and he was like, it was, it was good. So maybe it's gotten better than it was when it was in Australia or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, there's things that Australians love that don't work here. Like whenever they try to open up like a meat pie store, they always do that every few years. There's like, Oh, we're going to open up a meat pie store. Yeah. And then no, they always go out of business. Well, it's just like not a very, um, it's just, it's a, it's a bit savory for us. I think. Yeah. Like if I go to Australia, you better believe I'll be having lots of meat pies, but I don't need them in my daily life. I'm not going to eat a meat pie every day. I could eat a meat pie every 10 years and be fine. (laughs) Exactly. So fuck you guys. Yeah. So (laughs) go America. (laughs) No, I know. It's like, it's really embarrassing. They're just as bad as us. They colonize their country. They're just as bad. Australia is just, just as, as evil, bad, if not worse. And <laughs> we're so defensive. There's nothing... <laughs> there's nothing that will make me like America first so fast as just like having a conversation <laughs> with like anyone from another country. I mean, it's not true. Like, I don't like the like American exceptionalism thing, no, but I feel like people from other countries take it way too far. Like they just like hate America so much, but also are like weirdly obsessed with America. Yeah. That's um, um the blessing and the curse of being a superpower <laughs> in decline. Yeah, it's like we know a crumbling we're... empire. Anyway, so as I so what I want. <laughs> so, so now that we've gotten all that out of the way, the thing that I would want to show my American. <laughs> And to have a pour over because I there's one thing that I don't have, which is a drip coffee maker. Oh, that's the one thing that I have. And I did tell the guy, I was like, I have every type of coffee thing to make a coffee, basically, except for like a Mr. Coffee style, like coffee machine. 
He was like, I don't know what that is. I was like to make drip coffee. He's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I can't get into this anymore. But all I know is that if I had this Zellwing, Zwilling glass drip coffee maker from fucking goop. And I was like, this is what it is. And it was this lovely goddamn fucking machine that made pour over coffee in a coffee maker. I would feel proud. It's a beautiful coffee maker. And, you know, I do think that our coffee is good here. And I even think that our drip coffee makers can be good here if we invest in the right equipment. Yeah, I and I don't have a super fancy drip, drip coffee maker. I have a Capresso, which is, you know, it's better than a Mr. Coffee. Um, but if we and it has the, you know, the cone, the gold cone filter. Um, if you buy good coffee beans that are freshly roasted and stuff, and then you obviously, obviously I'm grinding them myself. I'm not buying, you know, pre-ground coffee. It Mm. tastes really good. You don't need a super fancy one. And I, I, I respect the pour over culture, but I know I'll never be a part of it because it's, it's too complicated for me. It takes too long. It's really not complicated. I mean, I might just be doing it, you know, I, I might just not be doing it the right way. You have to boil the water separately. It's like, I just want to push a button. You have to boil the water separately, but I do think it's worth investing in an electric kettle, like a fellow. Oh yeah. If I had one of those, I would have tea all the time. If I had one of those electric kettles, it's so much. um, Yeah. I have a fellow one and like in England, they think Americans are insane because none of us have an electric kettle. That's all they use. And they're like, why do you do this? Like, why does it take you 10 minutes to make a cup of tea? Because you have to fucking boil the thing on the, I think it's just because we don't drink tea as much. Yeah. If I really, I mean, and I don't, cause I also like, will only have my, I'll have my big pint glass full of cold brew in the morning. And then I really don't drink caffeine for the rest of the day. So I'll sometimes have like an herbal tea at night, but I'm not, the British people are just like, constantly drinking tea They're all the tea time crazy. i mean like they yeah. really for real drink tea they must much. be so hyped up all day long well sometimes they drink decaf well it's i mean i'm kind of like that with coffee though so i do okay. get it like i'm chugging coffee all day but if i was like an all-day tea drinker i would definitely invest in an electric kettle i just i do think it's weird that americans don't have because there are like american tea drinkers who are going as but i think those tea. people have kettles like if Not you're all a real, of them really and when they say and when they when you say tea kettle in America, you think the one on your stove. Yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, no, that's what we have. I mean, I have both, but yeah. I don't. I don't know why I've got so much shit. It's mostly for me just about my counter space. I have room on my stove, and I don't really have room on my counter to put an extra tea kettle. I just had a tea kettle before, and then I got the fellow thing. I got it for pour over coffee. I didn't get it for tea, and it's not. It has the like long like spout that's for pour yeah, over. Yeah. So it's not really for, yeah. I if, mean, I, if I really, if I drank hot coffee every morning, I might get the pour over thing. Um, but I don't. Yeah. It's no point. I drink it. I probably won't be drinking hot coffee again until, you know, the winter winter, but when I, when I want it, I want it. Yeah. Okay. This is what I would buy also yeah. from daddy's list. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is so silly. I would never actually buy it, but it is a, as, as someone who is a gen X adjacent, I'm about a yeah. year away from being gen X. Yeah. I was really attracted to this, uh, $2,200 flannel. 
Oh, was there a $2,200 flannel? Yeah, it's called God's True Cashmere Button-Down Shirt. $2,250, pardon me. This decadently luxe take on his favorite flannel is made in Italy of plush, luxuriously soft on skin cashmere, and it's finished with hand-cut gemstone snap buttons, lapis lazuli sourced from India to be precise, down to the front, down the front and at the cuffs. There are seven down the placket to represent the seven chakras and 11 total, which is considered a master number in numerology. And um, it looks just like a regular flannel. Wow. It really could not look any more like a regular fucking flannel shirt. Yeah. It's like, oh, if, if the anti-goop people had any creativity, this is the kind of thing that they would be pissed about because like this literally looks like something that you got at Kohl's. Yeah. It's like, oh, this <laughs> like, is it looks like, like it does. It looks so insultingly like, oh, something from like the working class. Like mm-hmm. it looks like something Dan Connor would wear from Roseanne. Like it's a fucking flannel shirt. I understand. I understand, you know, that people have been wearing flannels for a long time outside of that context. But I think that the proximity to like the working class is like what makes this, um, what I, if I was a person who's constantly looking to attack goop, which I'm obviously not that this is what I would focus on. Well, yeah, but these anti-goop people are so stupid they're not, they have no class consciousness because they're still the fucking PMC, you know, college educated Jen Gunter, Jen Gunter people. So we they- hate the college educated on this podcast. I do. Especially our well, I only have a BFA, so I'm barely college educated. I know it doesn't. I, I, the other reason that I wish I hadn't gone to college is that I didn't realize that going, getting a bachelor's degree was going to be absolutely fucking meaningless. Oh, totally. Yeah. Anyway. But like, no, the go- goop, Goop people or anti-goop people just hate goop because they're asking questions about the orthodoxy of traditional Western medicine. They yeah. don't they don't actually have a, like a Marxist critique of goop, which is valid. And, you know, if I was put my money where my mouth was, I would actually have that critique. And yet I don't um, because and I don't well, I, I, I would, would actually even if I was a billionaire, I would feel completely ridiculous wearing this flannel. So I don't think there was any context that I would actually buy it. But um, I'm sure it's really comfortable. Cashmere is itchy, though. Some people say that I never I guess my skin just reacts well to the finer things. I guess so. God, look. Brian, you really got it going on. Your body is too athletic for you to get COVID. Your skin is too wealthy for you to get itchy when you wear cashmere. You've just, maybe you're not, maybe you, maybe you are one part of the 1%. I wish God. No, I don't wish because I want to destroy the 1% and have a communist utopia. See, this is the, um, the debate that's always going on inside my brain. Yeah, I know your constant identity crisis. Mm. Well, my bank account well, doesn't have I, an identity crisis. Like, unfortunately, the the choice kind of gets made for you if, yeah. you if you wait for too long. So yeah. I think we're both kind of past that. <sighs> you never know if we get a few more Patreon subscribers. I know all you have to do is sign up for the fucking Patreon, and then we'll be part of the one percent. <laughs> isn't that isn't, isn't that, that what reward you want enough for, for everyone? sorry all right we need to stop talking or we'll alienate everyone um, um okay. we love you guys Thanks uh for listening watch cnn vote for gina 
Don't go to college. Don't go to college. America is bad, despite what I was saying about the coffee. And don't buy your fucking husband's a cock ring for Father's Day. Leave him alone and leave yourself alone. Give your yeah. give the whole family a break. Exactly. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.